We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. On the Sooner Sports Network, from Learfield IMG College, this is the Bud Light Post Game Show. Bud Light, this football season, keep it crisp with Bud Light. Sooner football has been brought to you by OG&E, power at the speed of life, and by State Farm. Talk to an agent today at 800-STATE-FARM. Now, this is the Bud Light Post Game Show. Lamb and Rambo split wide to the left. From the two. It's in Dover. CeeDee Lamb's a slot guy. He's ineligible. Snap. Handoff. Sermon up the middle. Gets by one guy. Runs by another bird. Into the end zone. The minister. Breach. And the Sooners are an extra point away from tying it up in Lawrence. It is over in Lawrence. And the Sooners have won it today by the final of 45-20. to 20. Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Oklahoma and OU Athletics have teamed up to recognize outstanding teachers in our classrooms and communities. Visit OUTeacherofthegame.com to nominate your teacher to be honored at an OU football game and win $1,000. Let's pause 10 seconds for station ID. This is Sooner Football from Learfield IMG College. Final score here today in Lawrence, 45-20. Sooner's a winner and... Coach Merv Johnson, what'd you think today? I think after, you know, the maybe the first third or half of the first quarter, uh, everything picked up and looked a lot better. It, the first part of the, in the first quarter, the first part looked like, <laughs> it didn't look like us. Our quarterback didn't look like yeah, us, you know? I and uh, I guess the weather and all those kind of things, uh, you know, we had, had two or three losses of uh, not being able to get to the line of scrimmage or better for what. But uh, from that point on, it was just a matter of uh, uh, taking the ball down the field and protecting it and running up the score. I do think that uh, we had too many penalties. You know, we've been talking about that, and, and that's too many. I don't know exactly why or what's causing it. Uh, you know, maybe maybe they're just picking on us. I don't know, but... Uh, <laughs> 
we don't need that many penalties. I think they got through it in pretty good shape uh, health-wise and uh, saw a lot of good things with the secondary and the defense. I think that uh, for the most part, they played well. And I tell you, that little tailback that, uh, that they have, he'll make you look kind of bad at times, you know. He's so fast, he's so quick, he can change direction so quick. And uh, the big thing you want to do with him, not let him have over 10 or 12 yards and let him have him on the back end of the field. You don't need him down inside the 10-yard line. Oklahoma now 5-0 on the year, 2-0 in the Big 12. Kansas falls to 2-4, and 0-3 in conference play. Sooner fans, be sure to catch the Coach's Corner presented by Riverwind every Thursday at 7 p.m. on the Sooner Sports Radio Network and Sooner Sports TV. We'll get Teddy Lehman's postgame thoughts next. Chris Plank and Gabe Eichert have headed to the locker room. The postgame thoughts of Lincoln Riley coming up shortly. This is Sooner Football from Learfield IMG College. Stanley awaits the football. Now he's got it. Play action. Looks left under pressure, and he's dropped. It's a sack. Ronnie Perkins got in on him, and I mean fast. One of three sacks today for the OU defense. Your OG&E power play of the game. OG&E is power at the speed of life. 45-20, the final. Sooners move to 5-0. Teddy Lehman, what'd you think today? Well, I think it was a little bit of a mixed bag. You know, defensively, Got off to a rough start, uh, gave up that first touchdown on, what, a 98, 99-yard drive, I think, after the, the penalties that backed him up. Um, that was frustrating, I think, for the defense. But after that, 35 unanswered points, defense settled in nicely, wasn't giving up any big plays, pretty good against the run. I know Puka Williams made some plays down there, but uh, he's going to do that. He's a really good player. And then later in the game, this number two guys further down the depth chart go in and kind of fall apart late. Uh, and, and I think that was a little bit disappointing as you get outscored in the, in the fourth quarter, 13 to 10. Offensively, it was a strange start. They hit a rhythm there in the middle of the football game and then came out and, you know, just kind of stumbled a, a little bit again there. I, I don't think there's anything to get overly worried about. The two concerns to me right now are – the penalties, because I know it's been a point of emphasis for Lincoln, considering they're they're leading the Big 12 or trailing the Big 12, however you want to look at it, in penalty yards against. And we come out today and have another uh, heavily penalized football game, and the offensive line uh, looks to be a, a kind of a work in progress. I know they've had to move a couple of different guys because of injuries, but uh, the teams are going to start coming now that can take advantage that of that. That's your biggest concern going into next week? I think it's got to be, right? Yeah, I, I mean, so. defensively, you know, we're going to see our best passer that we've seen yet. Ellinger has really developed as a passer. He's he's much better than he was two years ago and even a year ago. That part of Texas's offense ha has really developed and, and taken a turn for the better. So uh, we're going to get challenged down the field. Today's really the the first time we've seen someone continue to press it downfield against our secondary mm -hmm. and we gave up some of those plays first time too that we've seen Jalen look a little sloppy mm -hmm. and he didn't have a bad game but there were two or three occasions today where you thought "Ooh, not yeah. a good decision there yeah, the the interception that he threw wasn't the worst ball he threw all oh, day. No, no. You know, that there was, was bad luck. Was right, that was. there was a there was a couple of of interesting plays where he's under pressure, throwing late across the middle, got tipped. Uh, was a was a, a bad decision by him. Kind of got lucky that nothing bad happened there. Um, 
this game is is kind of what it is. It's a it's an opponent that has been pretty bad over the last couple of years the week before OU Texas and I guarantee you're down there in the locker room and Lincoln Riley's about to do his press conference the first question is going to be is this a result of looking ahead to Texas yeah sure. and he'll play that down and you know I is it a factor I don't know I just know that a player as a player it's, it's kind of hard they throw a lot of stuff at you during a regular practice week it's not like you're watching Texas film so um I don't I don't know why it was today I think there's multiple reasons I think it was a, a strange start start to the game because of weather all of a sudden you got a 35 minute warm-up and you're kicking the thing off whenever you thought maybe you'd be delayed for an hour or two and uh they just they just never got rolling never really clicked Sooner fans, be sure to catch Sooner Football 2019 with Lincoln Riley. Presented by Integris Heart Hospital. Log on to Soonersports.com for airtimes on Sooner Sports TV. 45-20 Sooners win. Post-game thoughts of Lincoln Riley coming up soon. This is Sooner Football from Learfield IMG College. Serm in the back. Fullback is whole. Now they send Sermon in motion. Snap to Hurts. He'll run it himself up the middle. Bangs a bird at the one into the end zone, I believe. Touchdown. Jalen Hurts. They never did get him to the turf. And the Sooners are on top in Lawrence. Oh, go ahead. You're listening to the uh, Bud Light postgame show. Saturdays are better with a crisp Bud Light at your tailgate. Keep it crisp, Oklahoma, and please drink responsibly. That's my fault. That's oh. my turnover. Yeah, no, that's my fault. 45-20, Sooners win it today. Time for our postgame interview with Lincoln Riley. Brought to you by Travis W. Watkins Tax Resolution and Accounting Firm. And we go downstairs to Chris Plank. Thanks a lot, Toby, down in the locker room with Coach Lincoln Riley. Uh, Coach, congratulations on the win. Always things you want to clean up, but wins are wins, man. Got to feel good. Oh, absolutely. You know, no, no doubt we want to we want to play better in some areas. Um, but came in here and got a road conference win, man. Those those are never easy. I don't care who they are, where they are. So we know we got to things to prove on, but we're certainly excited about the win. Now, how odd was kind of the circumstances around the game? It sounded like it was going to be delayed for maybe an hour, hour and a half. Turns out, hey, we're going to kick it off sooner than possible. What? How did you guys make those adjustments? Yeah, coaches did a good job with it. Um, team, I thought, did a good job with it. Uh, you know, we were ready to play there in the beginning. So, I mean, that's, you know, whenever they kicked it off, we said all week we're going to be ready. And so uh, it was unique. I've never had a, a uh, game where we didn't come back in before, you know. But, uh, but hey, we, we made the most of it. And that's part that's, part of the road you got travel. Hey, I thought that was one of the coolest things. It was like uh, Little League football all over again. You didn't yeah, come to the locker room. Yeah. You just met with them there, and they kind of had a good attitude about it. Yeah, we didn't think there was a reason to, so get out there and get them warm. And it's kind of like the dog on the porch. When that when that car goes by, he doesn't get up and stretch. He just starts running. So that's what we told the guys we're going to be like today. Now, when you look at your performance offensively, uh, once the running game got going, really built from there, uh, what did you think of the performance of the offensive line? A little inconsistent at times. Seemed to find the groove there in the third quarter. Yeah. Yeah, probably the, the penalties again, you know, and then I just I put them in some horrible positions. I had some really, really dumb play calls. We had a couple just, you know, just bust uh, uh, between uh, between me and the quarterbacks, between just some ducks had some dumb calls by me. So I put us in some tough positions. I thought I thought we had a little bit more of what was there, and they, they overcame their coaching today. But a game ball for Reeves Munshaw, huh? That punter was something else today. Yeah, he did. Yeah, the two right there, right there on the one-yard line. So it was huge, especially in the conditions like this where it's wet, you know, it's gusty. He did a great job. All I have to say is, Ramondre Stevenson, your thoughts. <laughs> yeah, nice no, violent runner, man. He, it's a different pop.
lot down there on the field as far as the, the physicality and then did a great job for us on kickoffs. So he's continued to get better and better and, and uh, proud of his of his development and excited about how good he can get. Congrats on the win, Coach. Good luck next week. All right, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. When the car goes by, the dog doesn't take time to stretch. He just takes off after it. I like that. That's your postgame interview with Lincoln Riley, presented by Travis W. Watkins Tax Resolution and Accounting Firm. We solve IRS problems. Sooners win at 45-20. More postgame reaction next. This is Sooner Football from Learfield IMG. Sooners, no timeouts remaining. Sermon on the right hip of Hertz. In motion goes Lamb. Snap to Hertz. Play action. Straight drop. Looks right. Lobs it out to CD. Caught at the 12. Makes a man miss at the 10. At the 5. Touchdown. TD for CD. And Oklahoma cashes in on a perfect sequence of events in the final minute of the first half. Dr. Tim Shannon and Dr. Mark Revels at Orthodontics Exclusively are proud to present the junior captain of the game at midfield at each home game. For info on how your child can become the next junior captain, go to orthoexc.com. Sooners win it today here in Lawrence, 45-20. to 20, 22nd consecutive true road win, 15th consecutive win over Kansas. And now, of course, Coach Merv, before that game ended, maybe for some before it even started, all thoughts turn to Texas as the Sooners will see the Longhorns next Saturday in Dallas. And, uh, you know, we don't know exactly what Texas's record's going to be yet. They've got a good tussle going on here with West Virginia today, tied 7-7 early in Morgantown. But what do you think about this Texas team we're going to see next week? Oh, I think, <clears throat> I think they're a dangerous, tough team to play. They've been together, I guess, three years now. They've played together. Got a heck of a quarterback. I think their line is good and solid. They've got outstanding receivers defensively. They're very physical. Uh, I would think, you know, this is probably the year that they look to where they've grown up and they got a good one in every place. Uh, I haven't really watched them very much. I uh, think that quarterback is, he can do it all. He's, he's big, he's tough. Uh, throws great passes, whether it's downfield or on the sides. And then uh, uh, if if uh, everybody's covered and there's a seam, he takes off and he runs for 15 or 20 yards every time. And, uh, you know, they just, just have a pretty solid uh, – the kicker was a freshman two years ago and beat us in that first game when, they, you know, the fourth quarter, all the pressure was on him. The score was tied, and he kicked a 40-yard field goal to win it. And he's done it all for them ever since. I think they're solid. I think they're ready. Uh, you know, they'll have a little something new, but I don't think it'll be a whole lot. I think it's what we see them play. Texas, what do you, I mean, uh, Teddy, what do you think about Texas? And then uh, where do you think, oh, you might have an advantage or Texas might have an advantage? I, everything Coach just said is, is true. Um, I, I think Texas is a good football team. I think they've, they've got a lot of talent at wide receiver. Quarterback, I think, is – as of right now, I'd say he's probably the second-best quarterback in in the Big 12. Uh, he's really developed, you know, his ability to throw the football down the field, be accurate, go through his progressions. You know, it started his career, he was just a one-read and rumble for a first-down guy. But he's developed a lot, of, a lot as a passer since then. Uh, defensively, 
I think they've they've had some struggles. Replace a bunch of guys from a year ago. They've had a bunch of injuries in the secondary, but they're athletic and they've got some highly recruited players on that side of the ball. It's going to be the most talented team that we've played top to bottom this season by a million miles. So um, I, I think they're a tough football team. I think it's going to be a tough game. Uh, advantages. I think Texas is going to have a little bit of advantage over us. Uh, when their offense is on the field at the wide receiver spot, it's going to be the most talented wide receiver combo that we've seen and also the most talented passer that we've seen. So there's going to be an advantage in the passing game for them there. Uh, for Oklahoma, whenever we've got the football, I think it's the running game. Now, uh, our offensive line is, is, is a concern. But I think because of all the different ways we can attack you in the running game, Lincoln Riley is going to find a, a way to attack their front, their linebackers, that's going to give us a chance to get some yards and some production. Here's the thing, though. This game really doesn't matter. It's, you know, we've seen whenever Oklahoma's ranked top five in the country and Texas has a losing record coming into the game and they fight us tooth and nail, uh, even beat us in a, in a tight football game. So you can throw all the advantages and who's better out the window. When you kick that sucker off, it's going to be a 60-minute fight. I know that. Sooner football brought to you by Bank of Oklahoma. Long live your money. 45-20, the Sooners beat the Jayhawks today. Here in Lawrence, we'll take a break. Postgame thoughts from the Sooners ahead. This is Sooner football from Learfield IMG College. Calcaterra and Lamb to the boundary. Charleston Rambo way wide to the right snap. Option right. It's a fake pitch. Hurts turns it up. Dances sideways into the end zone. Touchdown, Jalen Hurts. That looked old school, didn't it? A little fake option oh. down there on the goal line. Flips it and then cuts it up. Little Beautiful. tip of the cap to the birthday boy, Barry Switzer, today with a little option football on the goal line. Love it. Looked good. Hey, Sooner fans, when you download the Chick-fil-A app and order, you can start earning points toward delicious rewards. Sooner to win today, 45-20. Coach Merv and uh, Teddy are going to catch the uh, team bus here in just a second, so this is going to be our final segment with them. And Coach, I'll start with you. You're a Sooner fan listening at home. You just watched or listening to this game. What should the takeaway feelings be today? What, what do you feel about this football game? Well, I think it's a good, solid game, especially after the first uh, possession that they had and and uh, went down the field and, and everything. Uh, we hadn't had that happen to us, you know, when you got the weather and you wonder, is everybody worried about it? What's what's going on, you know? But uh, they came right back out and uh, took their place. Uh, you know, they, uh, the penalties, I guess, would be the thing mm -hmm. I'd be most critical of. And, and, and they're not bad penalties. I mean, you can't say that uh, it probably was a penalty, but it wasn't like somebody got hit with a ball bat or anything like that, you know. Uh, we've got to be careful with that because we got games coming up that that's going to be tough in. But I think they're making a lot of move. They've got an injured uh, running back, hopefully be back next week. And uh, by him not being here today, we had some others put on a pretty good show. So that's good. We know what our receivers can do. And uh, obviously we've had two offensive linemen banged up the last couple of weeks. And I don't know where they stand. The ones they have are, are uh, playing pretty well. But uh, it's not like a bunch of juniors and seniors. So 
we just got to go home and get better every day, I think, and and uh, see if we can't take it up another step. Teddy, you do a talk show. Is there going to be much gnashing of teeth over this game, or is it just everybody immediately turns their sights to Texas? Uh, OU fans, they'd never uh, <laughs> be upset with a slow start in a, in a sloppy game against Kansas, would they? I mean, here's the thing. Here's what you got to kind of keep in perspective. We had a slow start, okay, and you can't excuse it, but you do have to recognize the situation where you're on the road, you have a delayed start, an awkward short warm-up period. I mean, those guys were up this morning at like 6.30 in the morning. It's early for those guys. It's just It was just a, a, a tough situation to get going. Now, the other part of that is at one point you give up the, the touchdown and go down 7-0, but then you score 35 unanswered points. 42. And you've got – the, it's 42, that's right, 42 unanswered points, and you take the lead 42-7, and that's the way you start the fourth quarter. It's 42-7, to seven, so with 10 minutes to go in the, in the fourth quarter. Second guys come in, give up a couple of big plays down the field, and you give up some points and yards late. I don't think there's anything here to be concerned about other than the penalties. And is that going to be something that we see continue into a game? Because i got to tell you, if you go out and you get holding calls and pass interference calls and um, personal fouls, unsportsmanlike conduct in a Texas game, those something like that can be the difference. What was it, 45-42 last year, the final? Yeah. You're talking about a three-point game, and who knows, this year it could be just as close. A 15-yard penalty when you're in field goal position like we had today where you've got to end up punting it, that can be a difference in the game. So are these guys going to be able to rein that in, uh, play smart, physical football whenever they need to? I think they can. I'm not overly concerned, but it could be a problem. That's that's my biggest thing going in is the penalties, and, and the offensive line has to continue to get better. But today, I mean, it is what it is. You go on the road to Lawrence, uh, you score 42 unanswered during the, the main stretch of the football game, and it, and it got away from you a little bit late. I, I'm not too concerned with it. Teddy, great job. Thank you for dinner last night. We'll see you back uh, on the homestead. Coach Merv, always a thrill. Thank you very much. We'll see you next week down in Dallas. Be careful going home. Yep, safe Merv. travels. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I just lost all power. Am I still on the air? All right, I'm going to keep talking even though I can't hear anything. We'll take a timeout. we got a lot of post-game reaction coming up when we come back. This is Sooner Football from Learfield IMG College. Pistol formation, handoff Stevenson, running right. Met the backfield, breaks a tackle. Out to midfield, breaks another wow. tackle. He's into Kansas territory to the 30, 25, down the sideline, stiff arm and out of bounds. Around the 15, what a run by Ramondre Stevenson. You're listening to the Bud Light Post Game Show. Saturdays are better with a crisp Bud Light at your tailgate. Keep it crisp, Oklahoma, and please drink responsibly. Let's go to the uh, locker room. Chris Plank with Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts, just take me through how you feel. I felt like the uh, performance and execution was out there. Well, we'll try that audio here again in just a second. Listen to Sooner Sports Talk presented by AT&T with head coach Lincoln Riley on Tuesdays from Rudy's Country Store and Barbecue in Norman. Sooner fans can also stop by and visit with Coach Riley from 7 to 8 p.m. Let's try it one more time here. I don't like the sound of that hum, so we're going to wait and let the uh, – Engineers, look at what's going on. We'll get to the audio in just a second. In the meantime, 
Let's take a look at some of the final stats in the game brought to you today by Taco Mayo. Taco Mayo Fresh Mex, fresh ingredients built to order. Sooners today, 268 yards rushing, 277 through the air. They ran 66 plays for 545 yards, and I'm giving a thumbs up, which means I think we're okay to go to the audio now. Back to the stats in a second. Toby down here with Jalen Hurts. Just take me through how you feel, how you felt like the uh, performance and execution was out there today. It's simple. we got to be better. From that perspective, where does it start? Practice on Monday? Definitely. starts at practice, start with mentality. And um, i got to do better. i got to play better. Um, i got to trust it, and i just got to play better. Is that a process, just time? Is that film study, just getting out there and doing it? When you say you got to trust it more, what, what does that look like? Whatever Jill? it is, it needs to get done. So I'm going to do whatever I need to, to um, definitely fix my mistakes. I know, um, you know my energy is, is often matched. Um, and I want to set the right ex example and set the tone, so I got to play better. Hey, how important was it during some times where there were mistakes to make sure guys didn't get down? I saw after Marquise Hayes got his personal foul, you came over afterwards and tried to bring him back. How important is that to not let guys get down and make the second mistake or make a mistake again? Well, that's a self-inflicted wound. It's something that we definitely control 100% of the time, and that's a discipline. You know, through the first five games, is we haven't been disciplined like we should be. Um, and we're going to fix it. I, I, we'll fix it. Congrats on everybody. Thank you. An unhappy Jalen Hurts following the game. We continue to look at the final Taco Mayo stats. Kansas runs for 130 today, throws for 230. They ran 60 plays for 360 yards. Penalties, a big story for both teams. OU 8 for 89. Kansas 9 penalties for 82 yards. Sooners good on third downs on offense. They were 6 of 9. Kansas goes 6 of 14 on third down and 0 for 2 on fourth. Individual numbers when we come back. Sooners win at 45-20. We got a ton more postgame reaction for you. Ronnie Perkins and Neville Gallimore coming up next. This is Sooner Football from Learfield IMG College. 45-20 Sooners win it. We go right back downstairs. Chris Plank is with Ronnie Perkins. Ronnie Perkins, uh, big day. Good win. How do you feel overall about this team now after today, defensively specifically for you? I feel like we played a good first three quarters. You know, in the fourth quarter, I feel like we uh, kind of let up off the gas pedal a little bit, which we can't do against a good team. So, I mean, I, it's still uh, definitely a learning experience from us coming out of this game. You, uh, you got a few people that were trying to get under your skin behind the bench. What's your kind of mindset in trying to not deal with that, but also making sure they know that you're making plays? Um, I, the, the way I, I kind of feed into it. I like it. You know, it kind of egged me on. So, I'm definitely have fun with him. I'm going to talk back to him, but not in no crazy way. You know, I'm just going to talk back to him, play around with him, but uh, mostly, I know I'm still locked in on the game, not really tuning them out throughout most of the game, so I'll be good. You know, we're five games in now. How do you feel about the progression this defense has made, this speed D as it continues to develop? Uh, we definitely playing with a lot of effort, which uh, is like something that's preached to us 24-7, so I feel like we've been doing a great thing with our effort. Um, it's just, probably I say we uh, could get better at finishing the games. You know, we um, throughout these five games, we gave up some points in the fourth quarter, so definitely playing uh, six minutes of football. Hey, congrats on the man. Thank you. Ronnie Perkins got him another sack today. Let's continue to look at the final stats brought to you by Taco Mayo Fresh Max. Sooners individual numbers now. Jalen Hurts through the air, 16 of 24, passing 228 yards, two touchdowns, one interception today. That's his second interception of the season. He was sacked once. Tanner Mordecai came in there at the end. He threw it four times, completed three of the passes for 28 yards. On the ground, Ramondre Stevenson, big day, five carries, 109 
yards, one touchdown, and it was a keeper. Trey Sermon, 11 carries, 71 yards, and a touchdown. Jalen Hurts toted it 10 times for 66 yards and two touchdowns today. Through the air, Braden Willis, the leading receiver in terms of yards today. He had one catch all season before today, two today for 38 yards. C.D. Lamb, two catches, 25 yards and a touchdown. That makes it seven straight games in which C.D. Lamb has a touchdown catch. Delarian Turner-Yell, the leading tackler, was seven. Carter Stanley for Kansas, 18 of 28 passing, 230 yards, three touchdowns. He was sacked three times. Puka Williams, 23 carries, 137 yards. Didn't score today, but he had a big day again. Not quite as big as a year ago, though. Stephon Robinson, their leading receiver, five catches, 131 yards, two touchdowns, both of them in the fourth quarter. Puka Williams also had five catches for 20 yards. And Bryce Tornaden and Jeremiah McCullough were their leading tacklers with six apiece. And let's go back downstairs, Chris, now with Neville Gallimore. Guys, we're going to jump into a group that's talking to Neville Gallimore right now, post game. I feel like, you know, we definitely took some steps. Um, you know, guys came out. I um, wanted to, to, you know, fulfill that standard. You know, obviously, like I always say, there's still always an opportunity to make more plays, but I felt like, you know, guys, as a whole, we had the right mindset, and, you know, we, we prepared. Seems like you guys made an adjustment to kind of that play they had where it was a pitch out to Puka, but they need to cut it in. How big was that adjustment to try to slow him down throughout the game? I mean, you know, he's, he's a great player, you know, and he, he makes he makes the most out of his opportunities, and he's going to find a hole and hit it. So, I mean, it just comes back down to trusting our coaching and, you know, not getting caught up in the moment understanding, that, you know, it's football. We have an opportunity to make a play. we got to make them. How important is practice starting next week? Sorry, Ryan. Pardon? Yeah, how, how important is it to get back on track starting practice Monday? Um, practice is always important. You know, obviously, uh, another opponent, uh, it's a big week, but every week is a big week. So we're just going to go back to what we do, you know, trust coach and, you know, just do our best to make sure that we're on point and in sync. That's the win. Going into uh, Neville Gallimore, stop on by your hometown Whataburger and try their one-of-a-kind patty melt with two all-beef patties, grilled onions, Monterey Jack cheese, their famous creamy pepper sauce, all on Texas toast. It's like telling your taste buds how much you love them. We'll take a break. We got a lot more from the Sooners ahead. They win it today, 45-20 to 20 over Kansas. This is Sooner Football from Learfield IMG College. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Bite, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. On the Sooner Sports Network, from Learfield IMG College, Sooner football has been brought to you by Mercy. At Mercy, your life is our life's work. Shelter Insurance. Find an agent for your auto, home, and life at shelterinsurance.com. 
and by Taco Mayo. Fresh ingredients built to order. This is the Bud Light Post Game Show. You can send your questions to AskSooners at OU.edu or tweet them to at OU on the air. It's time to talk Sooner football. Snap to Stanley. Play action, straight drop, under pressure, hit down. Big sack. Brian Osamoa planted it. Back on the bird. We'd like to thank our OU community outreach partners, Landers Auto Group, OU Medicine, Devon Energy, and Coca-Cola. The University of Oklahoma Athletics is one with you. Planning your game day watch party? Rib Crib has award-winning slow-smoked barbecue, serving up tender barbecue with all the fixings. Order online and let our pitmasters complete your Sooner watch party. Rib Crib, smoking the good stuff. And if you're not going with us down to Texas this weekend, big concert in town Friday night, Chesapeake Energy Arena. Mumford & Sons will be in town. You can get your tickets now at the Chesapeake Arena box office. We go back downstairs. Sooners win at 45-20 to 20 over Kansas. Chris Plank is with Kenneth Murray. Toby, down here with Kenneth Murray. K-9, can you kind of take us through the adjustment that you guys made with Puka Williams and that sweep that really helped slow that down? Uh, just guys locking in, getting to, the, getting to where they had to get to. Um, um, I mean, we seen it on tape. We knew they were going to run it out of that, that Pacific formation, so just getting guys to, to lock in and trust what we seen on tape. Um, you know, really adjust and really uh, shut it down. Everything okay with you on the ankle? Yeah, um, I'm fine. From that perspective, though, did it didn't really seem like it affected you the rest of the game, did it? Yeah, um, I mean, it, it hurt, but <laughs> I mean, like I said, you know, before, you know, pain, pain in, in the time when it's time to play ball is nothing. So uh, the game prevails over that. So you know, got to be there for my teammates. How important is it not to get caught up in a game like this when you have a big game coming up the next week? Just keep maintaining that focus, and you feel like you guys did that today. Uh, yeah, I definitely feel like you know, obviously we came out here, um, and you know, we played a game how it's supposed to be played, but uh, definitely not proud of you know the penalties that we had definitely too many penalties um you know you know it's football you know a lot of times you know playing football you know your emotions get the best of you um but definitely realizing that next week you know we got to go out there and handle business so um you know definitely trying to make sure that you know we do what we need to do to make sure that we don't lose nobody this week how do you feel like you guys played overall just going into OU Texas week uh not good enough not good enough at all didn't finish at the end definitely disappointed about that so definitely not good enough um you know going into this week um we got to prepare the best we prepare ever so um that's the mentality um we got to be better is it a challenge to stay that's kenneth murray our mid first bank player of the game today is ramondre stevenson stevenson ends up going five carries 109 yards and a touchdown and without a doubt it was the highlight of this game in the second half midfirst bank premier partner of ou athletics and your exclusive home for the ou credit and debit card go to midfirst.com slash sooners for details midfirst bank true to your money ramondre stevenson our midfirst bank player of the game and we go downstairs he is meeting with the media ramondre stevenson Jumping on Ramondre Stevenson here, guys. Oh, yeah, we, we always have to stay focused, whether we're in the game or out. I just I just expected my number to be called, and when it was called, I had to go in and do my thing. Were you pretty sure all week that that was, that was how it was going to play out? Uh, like what? Uh, you were just going to get a lot more playing time than you had. Uh, well, Kennedy, we thought Kennedy was going to play this whole week, so so not really, but <clears throat> yesterday when he announced that he wasn't playing, I, I knew I, my number would be called a little bit more. 
pretty excited. Yes, sir. Of course. <laughs> Can you take us through that balance? I know you've probably talked about it a little bit, but special teams to go out there after a touchdown and then lay a lick like that? Oh, yeah. I told the, these guys it was more meaningful to lay that hit than the touchdown, honestly, <laughs> just because it was after the touchdown. <laughs> Your whole bench when you made that run, everyone up. I mean, can you take us through what it means to have that kind of support from your teammates that it was really a spark? Even though the game was out of hand, that became a spark for everybody. Oh, uh, yeah, of course. Uh, my teammates always cheer each other on. The energy on the sideline, that's what that's what, that's what we like to do. So it was a great moment for me. Congrats, man. Thank you. Ramondre Stevenson, and it's going to be interesting to see how big of a factor he potentially could be next week in the Cotton Bowl. Sooner football brought to you by Bank of Oklahoma. Long live your money. And OU Medicine ranked Oklahoma's number one hospital and in the top 50 for cancer care by U.S. News and World Report. Sooners win at 45-20. We got much more ahead here from Lawrence. This is Sooner football from Learfield IMG College. First down, handoff, Stevenson up the middle, has a hole, dances by a guy, crashes into another bird, bounces off of him, watch out, 30, 25, 20, it's a race to the 10, to the 5, are you kidding me? That was spectacular. Ramondre Stevenson, and you can unhitch the wagon. That 61-yard touchdown run by Ramondre Stevenson, your Pizza Hut delivery of the game. When OU wins, you win free pizza. Go to Soonersports.com slash Pizza Hut for more details. 45-20, to 20, the final today here in Lawrence. Sooners move to 5-0. and 0, And Braden Willis, by yardage, was the Sooners' leading receiver today. He's downstairs with Chris Plank and I think Jessica Cootie down there as well. Great true row game wins. Uh, how much pride do you guys take in that as a team? Oh, we take a tremendous amount of pride in that. I mean, that's one of the things that we talk about when we go on the road is how great wo- road warriors we are. I mean, that's that's one of our things our head coaches preaches, head coach preaches about. So, I mean, we, we love going on the road. That's If I had a choice between a home game and a road game, I'd rather be a road game. It's kind of a crazy start to the day. What can you guys take away? How much can you learn from how to be prepared for for something like this uh really just keeping our focus at the same level it always is i mean we obviously we could have did a better job of focusing during that time but we we just got to challenge ourselves to be more focused you know any every day not even just in this situation you and jeremiah obviously play a big part of this offense but how much fun is it for you when you get involved get to get a couple big catches on under your belt too uh, i mean it's great i mean i don't really look for i mean look you know I worry about that too much. I just worry about doing my job. But when I get the ball thrown my way, it's kind of fun. We asked you about Ramondre and his hit on the kickoff return. What what did you see in that, and how impressive was that? Uh, that's my guy. Uh, he's he's just a monster, man. I, I, this, that's really all it is. I mean, he he's hard to tackle. Obviously, he could tackle himself, and he's just a monster. Not just him, but also Trey Sermon. What does having you know a pair of guys like that? Trey Sermon caught a touchdown. Brandon for a touchdown. What does that do for this offense? All those guys are special, honestly. I mean. I mean, after all the running backs we have in Oklahoma, I mean, they just follow in line of, you know, being great. And we don't really expect much less of them. You know, we expect them to be like that. I mean, they're just all talented, and we're lucky to have them. Can you take us through just the progression of this offense and your role in it, how much more comfortable you're getting every game? Uh, I'm just trying to, you know, work on myself, get better every week, and, uh, you know, improve the little things, improve my technique and everything. But uh, I, I just, you know, just try to do whatever for the team. If that means block a lot, that's block. If I have to catch a couple balls, I have to catch a couple balls. I just want to do anything that helps the team. Congratulations. Thank you. That's Braden Willis, the University of Oklahoma, and Sooner Sports Properties would like to thank our concession partners, Coca-Cola, The Baked Bear, Taco Mayo, Community Coffee, Hertz Donuts, and Schwab's. When you can't be at the game, Sooner Sports TV's got you covered. 
on the air and online at Soonersports.tv. Soonersports TV presented by our Cornerstone partners, Anheuser-Busch, OU Extended Campus, and OU Medicine. We've got more postgame sound coming up. Trey Sermon is standing by and Rufus Alexander's thoughts on the Sooners 45-20 win today here in Lawrence. On the Sooner Sports Network, from Learfield IMG College, Sooner football has been brought to you by Allstate. College football is mayhem. Be better protected with Allstate. And by MidFirst Bank, exclusive home of the OU Visa credit and debit card. This is the Bud Light Post Game Show. Third and three, out of the shotgun, Mordecai with Major on his hip, wants to throw. Three-man rush, throws across the middle, diving grab by Trajan Bridges. What a catch, down to the 30, and that's why he had five stars next to his name right there, hey. first down. Welcome back to Lawrence, winding down the postgame show. Sooners beat Kansas today, 45-20. to 20. Sooners fell behind for the first time this season, then rattled off 42 unanswered points into this game. They led it 42-7 to at one point. Oklahoma had three sacks, seven tackles for loss on the day. 13 different OU receivers caught passes. Six different Sooners carried the ball today. Sooners lost the turnover battle today. Uh, they did not have a takeaway and uh, had the one interception. Uh, C.D. Lamb, nice day on punt return, two for 46 yards, including the one long one. And uh, we talked about this during the game, but first time we've had a delay on the road since 2017. That's two years ago at Kansas State, ironically, uh, right down the road from here. And the Sooners also started slow that day. Remember, they had to have a big second-half rally to come back and win. Not as much drama in this one today, but a little sloppy for sure, especially in the first half. Let's go back downstairs. Here's Trey Sermon. All right, Toby, we're going to slide in here with a little Trey Sermon right now. Um, it's, I guess you could say it's sort of a surprise, but, I mean, uh, I mean, everybody makes mistakes. So, I mean, it's just good to see him just shake it off and uh, just go right back out there. And on a, on a rain delay, when you guys are in the locker room waiting to come out, what do you – is that, a, is that any different than just normal pregame locker room stuff? Is Coach Riley talking? Are you guys just kind of hanging out? What's going on there? I mean, uh, we're, we're kind of in there hanging out. Everybody's just getting their mind ready. How much uncertainty was there as y'all were waiting, knowing, not knowing how long it's going to be before this game starts? Uh, I mean, we were just sitting there just uh, trying to get ready, trying to stay loose and everything. So, I mean, uh, we didn't know how long it was going to take, but, I mean, uh, we were ready. What did you take away from this game that you can apply this coming week? Um, that if we if we limit our mistakes, uh, I mean, we'll, we'll be fine. Uh, I felt like this game we had more uh, more errors and mistakes than we usually would, and uh, I mean, it, it obviously hurt us a little bit. How excited were you for Ramondre? And then I, you seemed like you perked up too, and Marcus Major got in there and got a few carries. That's a competitive room, but you guys cheer for each other, root for each other. Yeah, I mean, uh, we're we're all different backs, and I mean, it's, it's just good to see those guys uh, get out there and get some experience. I mean, Ramondre, he he ran hard all night. And, I mean, uh, he, he he's just a big physical guy, and I, I just like seeing him play. And uh, same thing with Marcus. I mean, uh, he he's a young guy, and, uh, I mean, it's just good to see him out there. Congrats on the win. Thank you. 22nd straight road win today for OU. It is now the second longest such streak since World War II. OU owns the longest streak as well. Back in the 50s when they won 25 straight true road games. During that streak, the 22nd straight road victory, like we had here today, came in 1957 at Kansas State, also in the Sunflower State. 
Oklahoma trying to chase down the all-time record. They make it 22 in a row today. Let's quickly take a look at our Janet King clean sweep of scores from around the Big 12. There is uh, one other final. Texas Tech, the upset today out in Lubbock. They beat Oklahoma State 45 to 35. Jet Duffy, 424 yards passing and four touchdowns today. Chuba Hubbard had 156 yards rushing for OSU and three more touchdowns. But the Cowboys fall out on the high plains. The game's going on right now. They are in the fourth quarter, late in Ames. Iowa State looking good. They lead TCU 49-24, to a game that was not very high scoring at halftime but has exploded in the second half. Nearing halftime in Morgantown, Texas has pushed in front of West Virginia. It's now 21-14 Longhorns. And they are at halftime in Manhattan. Baylor leading Kansas State 10-3. Your Janet King clean sweep of scores from around the Big 12. Janet King is the king of clean. We'll take our final post-game timeout and put a wrap on a Sooner victory here in Lawrence, Kansas. When we come back, this is Sooner Football from Learfield IMG College. Clock is at 15. Now somebody tells Les that Lincoln wants to shake his hand. That'll do it. Overcast, rainy, kind of a bizarre day in Lawrence. Scoreboard says 4-3-2. Win column. Sooners, game over. And the Sooners move to 5-0. They get them a road win today in Lawrence. Final score, Oklahoma 45 and Kansas 20. And welcome back for the final time here to Cavisto Field, Memorial Stadium in Lawrence. You heard the final right there. I got a couple of more cuts to play for you before we get out of here. Here's Alex Grinch's post-game thoughts today. Yeah, just just really disappointing, you know, uh, obviously early in, in, in a number of facets, but that, that was the most glaring thing is you work so darn hard, you know, uh, dang hard on, on, on first and second down to give yourself those situations, and then, then you, uh, you know, obviously let them off the hook. And, and like anything, and, until you watch it, you, you give them – uh, ample amount of credit in, in terms of your opponent. I'm not sure that that video is going to suggest that that, that's, that that was our issue. Probably more self-inflicted in some of those scenarios. Um, and like you said, uh, it, it uh, is an issue that kind of uh, you know, popped up today. And then maybe at some point, you know, did, did you turn the tide? I, I like to think we did, maybe till the fourth quarter. But no, it's a disappointing thing. Football's hard, you know. And and, and um, there, there's a down and distance that you know attached to it that, that you want to try to get the sticks in your favor. And when you do, good lord, you got to take advantage of. So yeah, it's very disappointing. Alex Grinch, obviously not overly pleased. There's a little more of what he had to this say. Is great. Yeah, I, I think, uh, you know, one of the things, you know, selective execution continues to be one of our issues. And selective execution, you know, says that, you know, if we, if we run the same call ten times, you know, it, it may look different, six of them. You know, you, you're sitting there, and you got to, again, it goes, you got to point the finger at yourself as coaches, and there's two extremes. The, the, the one extreme, and not necessarily does it ever hit those extremes, but are you, are you not coaching enough? Are you overcoaching? You know, and, and, and maybe the truth lies somewhere in the middle, but that's something we got to analyze as a coaching staff because you're, you're seeing it uh, uh, a trend through five weeks. And I got to look at it, you know, uh, again, specifically with me. Are, 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 we, are, we, are we telling them too much to, in, in, from the standpoint that, that execution is, um, you know, tied into one – are they looking for a play? Are they, are they, you know, what, what is it? What, what continues to be our issue? Again, the phrase being selective execution. If it looked the same every single time we ran this call, this happened, well, then obviously I got to do a better job and we got to call something else. But when the same call looks different versus similar plays, uh, then we, we got to look at uh, and analyze 
guys as coaches. And so um, that, that's something, obviously, we got to do. Selective execution continues to be one of our issues. Chris Plank now joining us in the booth. Well, I would be interested in, uh, you know, OU wins the game today comfortably 45 to 20. What was the general kind of uh, ambiance in the locker room? I, I think there were some heads that were hanging, and I think Lincoln Riley was going to make sure that there weren't heads hanging because it's a win, man. And I'll never forget the very first game you and I ever did here was 2011. And I'll, I'll never forget it was we were interviewing Bob and our wireless equipment. We were having an issue, and he walked out, and he did our interview, and I said, well, Coach, I, I guess any win's a good win. And he goes, well, of course it is. Why wouldn't it be? And that was a moment where I realized every win on the road in conference is a good win. So they realized, I think what you could tell from every player, they weren't happy, yeah. <laughs> you know. But and especially Jalen and, you know, Jalen ended up meeting with the media in the press room. I talked to him before he went in there. And, I mean, he didn't even let me finish my first question before he said, I got to get better. We got to get better. And, you know, it, this was a team that scored 35 unanswered points. And Kansas didn't touch the scoreboard again until the Sooners brought in their second and third teamers on defense. So, again, uh, it's, a, it's a win in a game that could easily have been a game that can be a trap game. I mean, we're watching Texas get everything they can handle right now from West Virginia. It's a one-score game at the end of the first half. So uh, it's always tough when you've got the Red River Showdown looming next week. Get a win, fix it in practice. Boy, this team is really big practice team, man. And uh, it's a big, it's a big coaching point for Brian Odom and. Alex Grinch and Lincoln Riley, they they want to grind and work in practice. So it's it's going to be an interesting week, I think, in Norman. I want to play one more cut. You like Buki or uh, DTY? Oh, DTY is great. It's about three minutes long. Uh, Ryan Aber and I, I, I feel like I need to apologize because every time he started to ask a question, I felt like I jumped in there and then I felt like I was scolded by the local media. But in road environments like this, and the team's gone. I mean, yeah. they were ready to go. So uh, Aber and I kind of do a little tag team here, and it's great. And we get the – we find out what troubles. Oh, good. Where it's coming. Here's Delarian Turner Yell. This game a little bit odd to start with the weather, the not going back into the locker room, and just sort of the, the flow of the game early. I mean, that all is, uh, that comes from a mental standpoint. I mean, you just have to be focused and be ready, uh, be ready to play the game. I mean, a lot of football teams went through weather delays, and you just have to be able to handle uh, the situation in the right way. Did you feel like the focus was a little bit off there early? Um, honestly, I don't feel like the focus was off, but I feel like we just had a slow start to the game. I don't know if that had anything to do with the, you know, the weather delay or anything like that, but we definitely started slow this game, so we have to, uh, to make sure that we don't do that next week. What kind of sparked things then? What, what really woke everyone up? Um, you know, once we just got the flow of the game, we, we were good to go. We just had to get settled in and, you know, just be ready to play. You're getting more comfortable too, aren't you? <laughs> yes, sir, most definitely. It seemed like there after the, the fourth and forever uh, situation there at the end of the, the first half, you get the three and out, and that's sort of maybe what sparked things. The offense gets going a little bit, defense settled in. Do you feel like that was a big moment for y'all? Um, anytime the defense gets a three and out, I, uh, that's always, you know, that always gives the team momentum. I mean, it gets the ball back to you uh, to the offense very quickly. I mean, you you know what type of offense we have. So as, as long as we can keep those guys on the field and, you know, getting the uh, opposing team offense off the field quick, that's always going to uh, give us momentum. Do you feel like this team defense is tested enough going into Texas? 
Um, I feel like we've been we've been tested a lot, but I wouldn't say enough. I mean, we still have to work on a few things, but uh, we're we're also going to be ready for Texas. So. You have a pretty good sense of maybe how much better this defense is. Most definitely. I mean, you can see that game in and game out how much you know we've improved, and I feel like we've taken a, a step every week. Can you take us through when Alex Grinch brings everyone together? It happened twice during the game. Mm-hmm. What those moments are like? Are they refocus moments, coaching point moments? What are those all about? Uh, they're basically just coaching point moments. You know, just you know, don't get any dumb penalties or don't do anything that can hurt the team. Basically, just keep your head on right and you know, just do what you're supposed to do. So we've fallen in love with the nickname Trouble. Can you tell us how you got it and where it came from? Uh, the nickname Trouble really just came from a social media name. I mean, I just needed a, uh, I think it was Instagram name, back in high school. And, you know, I saw the name Trouble Man. I'm like, oh, maybe I should use that. So I started on um, Instagram. I moved it to uh, my other social media accounts. When I got here, you know, everybody everybody back home calls me Trey. But, you know, of course, on the team we have, like, what, three or four Trays? So they're like, well, we can't call you that because we already have too many. So I'm like, well, okay. And they only knew me by, you know, my Snapchat name, which is Trouble Man. So everyone just started calling me, it, calling me that. <laughs> You're excited to play every chance you get. But is it ratcheted up a little bit more for OU Texas Week for you to be this involved and this integral of a part of this defense heading into this week in this game? I mean, uh, every game is a great opportunity for you, for me to be able to go out there and, you know, showcase the ability that I have as a football player. So, you know, I'm just you know I'm just taking it uh, game by game, just trying to improve every week. Congrats to man. Yes, sir. Thank you. Delary and Turner Yell played a really nice game today, and let's take a look now at this week's upcoming Sooner Athletic events. We are headed to Dallas, where next Saturday morning at 11 a.m., it'll be the Sooners and the Longhorns in yet another Red River showdown our pregame coverage will start at 9 a.m for you from the venerable cotton bowl this look at upcoming ou events brought to you by red carpet charters the official motor coach carrier of ou chris before we get out of here uh, we got a long week ahead of us to talk break down this game every which way but your initial thoughts on uh, ou texas stop sam ellinger stop sam ellinger that's uh that, to me, is the numero uno most important thing. <laughs> and don't let them get that power running game going because that's when Texas is most effective. The second thing is uh, let's see him continue to clean up the offensive line. You know, maybe, maybe getting guys healthy is going to help that a lot. You know, neither. I, it was weird today because some of the hurt guys didn't travel. You know, Kennedy Brooks wasn't here. Adrian Ely wasn't here. Eric Swenson wasn't here. And I, I know this might sound corny and people might not even buy it. But I think it helps when you see those guys. So, for instance, if you're uh, Tyrese Robinson and you're not maybe playing well, you can always go back and get a little help from one of your uh, teammates. So that was I, I think that was a little small thing today that I found interesting. But if you get everyone healthy and you're rolling back into Texas next week, you got to feel pretty good about some of this depth that you're developing. But those are the two things that really stand out to me. My man was in a car at 4 a.m. this morning. Couldn't find where I parked it. Headed this way. <laughs> found my. Did I tell you I lost one of my shoes this morning and I found it sitting outside of my car? <laughs> I'm a mess. He did an extended <laughs> pregame show. He had to deal with rain on and off all day long. Tried to tow my car. And now he's driving to Tulsa. Great Let's job go. today, Chris. Paul. No, you're the best, Toby. I, you kept us all energized and enthused. And uh, even though sometimes the Sooners struggled, man. It's OU Texas week. That's right. Indeed Let's it is. go. Want to thank our great crew today. Teddy Lehman, Merv Johnson, Chris Plank, Gabe Eichert, our outstanding engineers and producers, Michael Dean and Drake Dyken, Greg Tripp Blackwood, our spotter, 
and photographer, by the way. I hope you guys follow the uh, OU Radio account on Twitter. He puts out a lot of great stuff there, some in-booth uh, video and stuff throughout the week. Uh, Dennis Stats Kelly, uh, Tom Shores is our sideline engineer. By the way, I mentioned Dennis. I need to correct one thing. <laughs> the <laughs> I didn't mean that to be. Bad. The uh, 22nd consecutive victory back in the 50s was in 1958, and it came here. At Kansas was their 22nd straight win on their way to 25 in a row, which is the record since World War II. Uh, Rufus Alexander providing our pre- and post-game analysis, and Seth Summer doing a great job running the show for us back in our Learfield IMG College studios. Final score one final time here from Memorial Stadium in Lawrence, Kansas. It was Oklahoma 45 and Kansas 20. Until next Saturday morning in the Cotton Bowl for OU Texas, this is Toby Rowland saying... Sooners win, and Boomers Sooner, everybody. Sooner football has been brought to you by Homeland, proud sponsor of Sooner football, and by OU Medicine, number one in the field. The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Sooner Sports Network.